You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 106 of Dumb All Over. Recording from It's Been So Long, I actually kind of forgot what state I live in. All right, it's Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, and the not-so-secret layer of New York. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. On this week's episode, we will talk about Bernie Sanders. Not Bernie Sanders, and that's Tucker Carlson. (laughs) The uh, Declaration of Emergency Failure, the Michael Cohen hearing, Uber and its drivers, and news on AOC, because that's what we do now. (laughs) And as always, I am Tom, and I am joined by the one and the only, Austin. Uh, What's up, Tom? Hi, Austin. How are you? Um, I'm okay. (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Ironically, it hasn't been a while since we've talked, but it's been a while since we've talked to the listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've been going on <laughs> as well as we can, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll, we'll explain everything in the uh, final thoughts segment at the end of the show. Um, there's a little bit, a couple changes and all that, but we're not going to waste too much time on it now. We'll, we'll get to it later. So if you want uh, to hear what's been up for the past month and you want to know what's going what's gonna to happen for the future of this show, uh, just stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. That was a lot of bad <laughs> English um, to the end of the show. Yeah, that was some Pennsylvania English right there. That was some basil duckiness, <laughs> as I call it. Yeah. Uh, so let's not waste any more time because we got a lot of news to cover because it's been about a month. Um, and we're going to cover pretty much just the some major events, some stories that you might not have heard of. And we'll, and, we'll try to get through And this. I'm making an executive decision right now. There will no longer be a Trump report. This yeah. is just the news. Just the news. Yeah, yeah. because, I mean, the Trump report has less and less included Trump. And when it does not include Trump, it kind of ruins it. Like today, there's no Trump news. Well, there is a little bit. There's but always a little bit. But it's not the <laughs> That's Trump That's the report. thing about it, because it could always still somehow... Yeah, you know, it'll include him, but, him, but it's yeah. not his report. So we'll we're gonna throw that away for now. We might revisit it. You know, we you never know. We might come back to it <laughs> one of these days. Everybody's trying to take things away from me. Yeah, 
and we're going to take this one away from you as well. So I don't know what this next section, this segment's going to be called. If there's going to be music to it or not. If I pardon you, can I have it back? <laughs> but let's let's <laughs> dive into the news. <laughs> And if Austin puts music there, I hope you enjoyed that little diddle. If not, how you doing? Okay. I'll put um, something there. Okay. Maybe sure. Maybe it'll be totally unrelated. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, fuck it. <laughs> what does it matter anymore? Yeah. Our first story is a story that we have first, you know, of course we decide to, well, not decide, but we disappear from the face of the earth. The week that this happens, the story that we've wanted to talk about for so fucking long <laughs> And we weren't there to talk about it, but we're still going to talk about it because fuck you. Bernie Sanders is officially running for president of the United States of America. Yeah, that's and, right. And in that time, he's not only uh, done that, he's actually uh, had, I think, four campaign rallies. Yeah. Raised, well, raised $10 million in a week. In a week, uh, $6 million in a day. Yeah. In the first 60 day. of those were from me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I bought a second mug. It was like 27 oh, I think $27. Everything on his store is like $27, by the yeah. way. Even but though this number is a little bit different, I guess. I think I think it's actually under 27 now. It is, but from more people. Well, that's what I mean. That's the only way it could go lower. Yeah. Is because is it's really from wild. more people. <laughs> Which means the other people, well, not necessarily means... But there's a chance that like a lot of those other Bernie supporters who gave money the first time haven't done it yet. So Bernie's Bernie's going to be okay with money. Yeah, it seems like. I mean, yeah, I've already set up a recurring donation. There you go. Yeah, so. and that's and that's the new thing too. I guess is yeah. the, that they have that, and I haven't set up yet. I'm not going to lie, but uh, that's part of the plan. But we're very excited. Uh, his first campaign rally was in your neck of the woods and you were not there for it uh, of course no, I wasn't. because that's I was just back the way in Pennsylvania trying to figure out how to get through another day <laughs> that is just the fucking way 2019 has gone for the yeah. two of us where he goes to your fucking backyard and you can't even go because you're not there <laughs> well i mean he was in brooklyn it's not exactly my backyard but did anybody need to know that <laughs> did anybody need to know yes, that yes they did need to know his campaign, that rally, was huge. Yeah, it was very big. It man. was uh, very young and very diverse. This comes from businessinsider.com. I have to say that part of me was a little glad that I missed it because it was looked fucking cold. It, it was cold. It snowed several times through it. But, man, I don't know. I still would have been there to freeze my ass off. Well, the thing is I saw him at Washington Square Park in uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. In I think the I don't know if that was the biggest rally he had that entire. It was one of I remember being it was like twenty seven thousand people there. I mean it was unbelievable. This one was at the uh, Brooklyn College in New York City. Yep. Uh, and roughly thirteen thousand people attended. And if you saw the area that this was located in, it was not big enough. Not thirteen thousand people, people <laughs> but thirteen thousand people definitely went somewhere on roofs and it was like watching like this is what I imagine the Beatles were like when they were big. Like no. people just flocked to see him. The crowd was extremely very, very diverse. There's old people, there's young people, there's black, brown, uh, uh 
there's Asians, there were women of all shapes and colors, people, and it was just so fantastic to see. It did look things pretty that, good. Things that you don't see in a lot of other campaign rallies. So this is a very promising start. I don't know, Tom. I'm very much looking forward to going to a Hick and Looper campaign rally. <laughs> I will meet at least three other people there. <laughs> at least three. Yeah. Uh, Two of them being his campaign chairs. <laughs> l- listen, there's so many people in this fucking election. And there's only like a handful that I'm even paying attention to or giving that uh, that attention to. Like um, Yang is one of them. Uh, Sanders is another. Warren, I'll give a little bit of attention to. Obviously, my support goes directly to the man that we're speaking yeah, about now. Exactly, yeah. But in that time, like you said, Hicken Hickenbottom, whatever his name is, I don't know who the fuck he is. I'm not gonna lie. I've never I heard like him how you before. immediately assume he's a bottom. Uh Hicken Looper. Hicken Hicken listen. Hicken Looper, <laughs> Hickenbottom is the same thing. Um I, there's so many people in this election. <laughs> no. I don't remember half of them. But I do want to make this pledge to the listeners that we will not be going around you know, shit talking the other candidates. If a story comes up, we'll discuss it, but I want to keep this yeah. mainly about what I like about our candidate. And not we so poked much. some fun at uh, Harris for that blunder that she had, but yeah. I think that was but mostly that was, harmless. That was just in good fun. Yeah, that was just harmless shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, you're listening to two Bernie supporters who are not part of that Bernie or bust movement. No. So it's not one of those situations where we hate all the candidates. We might not like certain candidates as our main choice, but no. I think ultimately... Some of them I do like. I like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I like Warren. There's things about her that Gabbard. I don't like, but yeah. there's some things about Bernie that bother me too. Sure, sure. Like his yeah. latest, you know, they're talking about reparations. I wish he would just be more open to the idea of no. you know reparations in the traditional sense. Like I agree. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just worth noting that uh, Bernie has thrown his uh, name into the ring. Also, with that said, Joe Biden is most likely ready to announce his candidacy, and I think Beto O'Rourke uh, is Tom, also why did you wait closer? to say that right well, after I said the thing about not shit talking other candidates? Because be- now I want to pick on <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> there are things that you, you will like about Joe Biden. Okay, there are things. the The problem is he's very Trump like. He's icky. <laughs> no. He's he's an icky human. Just watch the clips, and he touches too much, and it's really creepy. And no, thank you. But um, it's well, important. not only that. I mean, he's he voted. He also voted for that, and really defended that ninety three crime bill. Oh, he's he's not a good he's not a good candidate. I mean, he I, ran the Anita Hill hearings, which was he a did. disaster. Yep. That was a huge blunder, and yeah. and you know that's going to lose a lot of support in in the African American population of this country for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why I even bring it up is because if you look at any straw polls right now, Bernie is in the lead because he's now announced his candidacy, and right behind him, even though he hasn't announced. Is Joe Biden? Yeah. So it's 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 something very important to to note that Joe Biden is the closest thing to beat Bernie Sanders. That's why yeah. he hasn't announced it yet as as of right now while we're recording this show, but he probably will. But you know, if Bernie does win the nomination, and then he might just get rid of straw polls because he's a socialist. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that tweet? It was um. Devin Nunez, or Nunes, 
Oh, he's still around? I thought yeah, he retired. he's still around. He's in California, and he's like, the waitress asked me if I wanted a straw or not. Thank you, Socialist mm. California. What? I know. I know. Now they just don't give them away, which I believe is actually closer to socialism if everybody just got a straw. <laughs> I, I, You know what? At this so point, now you people, actually have to work for your straw. That, people <laughs> have so many different uh, ideas of what socialism is. I don't even I know. know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I know, but it just made me laugh because before... Like if everybody, if you sat down and everybody got the same amount of straws, that's much closer to socialism than oh, having yeah, to yeah. actually ask for a straw. You know, what's funny about that too, Austin, is like you have you have all these people trying so hard to diminish socialism or, or, or taboo it. Yeah. And even though it did work like that for a long time, it really doesn't seem to have that effect anymore. But when you really break it down so many of the programs that we rely on all the time in this country are socialistic programs well obviously because i mean really anything that's publicly owned and to the benefit of the masses is kind of socialist yeah so public schools police departments fire departments Mm -hmm. uh the the postal office or postal service uh any if you're up if you're up north anytime your road gets plowed Mm -hmm. yeah these are all things that are are already social security security. (laughs) exactly (laughs) so it makes no sense to hate on something that we've already had federal grants for college exactly so it's just idiotic and it's just they're trying so hard to take away any kind of power from bernie because they're they're petrified they they never imagined in 2015 that this guy would be the guy that's most likely going to be running against donald trump in 2020 no one thought that and here's the establishment and and the uh it's really freaking out howard schultz so much that he's decided to try to pretend to run for president i know um I forgot him, he's, that he's even running. Yeah. Well, he's not technically, he's not officially running. He's yeah. exploring yeah. the opportunity to run as oh. a center independent. I explored for 15 years and eventually I did decide to run. So with that said, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Howard Schultz will never run. He's going to stay a closeted candidate for his There you go. There you go. <laughs> if the metaphor wasn't obvious. <laughs> making, making cum lattes. <laughs> Uh, it's true. He does own Starbucks. <laughs> Owned, right? Oh, he did does, he step away? I thought so. Oh, uh, maybe he did. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, Schultz, uh, your coffee's not that great. <laughs> no, not really. I'm starting to hate Starbucks more and more. Not just because of like Howard Schultz and all the shit, but um, it's like increasingly obtaining that burnt flavor, which I no longer really like anymore. <laughs> I used to like that though. It had like yeah, this. What like, is that all about? It's not that I don't hard. Know. I mean, I don't know. I can make coffee. It's not that hard. I know. I, know. I don't even have their like, delayed the recording machines. by a half hour to get them to make wow. it fucking. It was not my coffee that delayed. <laughs> oh no! That's why I had a perfect swirl. I saw it. I saw it on camera. <laughs> You're like, oh, I had to take this phone call. I did. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have made the coffee like 20 minutes ago. Well, 20 minutes before that. Gotcha. <laughs> Got ya. Okay. All right. All right. Call me uh, out on the show. I like it. I, you know what? With less editing in our future. <laughs> let, let. All right. Well, Austin, if you uh, have any of that coffee left, you might uh, want to put it down because this next story would probably 
uh, either get, make you spit it out or upset your stomach. It's a really fucked up story. And it involves okay. our good friend, formerly known as Mr. Bowtie, but now it's just known as Mr. Racist. And that is the entire Trump administration. Oh, wait, hold on. No, no. T- well, they don't wear bow ties. True. Neither does this guy. Farrakhan? No, no. <gasps> no, no. no. Dinesh D'Souza? No, I don't think that would work. I don't work. think he wears a bow tie. No. Oh, it's Tucker Carlson. Oh. oh man, what's old Tucker been up to? Well... <laughs> well, and I believe in the words of John Stewart, you're just hurting America. <laughs> Stop hurting us. <laughs> uh, so just yesterday for us, uh-huh. which would have been Monday, uh, March 11th, a tape surfaced of Mr. Carlson oh uh, on a show, which I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. It's called Bubba the Love Sponge Show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was joking. What is, what is a love sponge? It's a sponge that uh, you love. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's all in a show with Bubba. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I know because I even made a joke on Twitter to Tucker Carlson that, like, back. <laughs> it's funny because now the joke needs a whole explanation because a lot of people don't know this, but back in the nineties, there was a contraceptive called the sponge. Okay. And it was a uh, that was um, women would use it. That's the part of female contraceptive. Oh, okay. And that's just the first thing I thought of when it was a love sponge. <laughs> like, and then I tweeted at Tucker Carlson like, "If your mom had used a love sponge, we'd have one less moron <laughs> oh, hanging around." Oh man. Well, uh, our buddy Tucker is in uh, a, a lot of trouble. Um, so the first tape, I don't have the exact. Uh, like word for word that's okay i don't think we want to hear the word for word but i will say this he compared women to dogs oh no uh a a defended warren jeffs who was accused of uh uh, of being a cult leader um made some more you know a couple racist comments a few sexist comments yeah nothing we haven't heard all, on Fox all in all it's a basic whatever what do you what does he call a show the racist report i don't know something like that um yeah actually yeah, racist tonight with tucker carlson something like that yeah well mr carlson has had a round two of these tapes surfacing also from bubba the lunch love sponge show i was gonna say the lunch sponge would be much worse <laughs> But this one's gonna include a, a little bit more reading because this is pretty. Uh, this is fresh. And oh it, no, it gets worse. It's a lot worse, I think. I oh think. god. So a day after releasing audio of Tucker Carlson making numerous misogynist remarks, Media Matters for America published a new video with clips of the Fox News host using racist and homophobic language to describe. Ready? Iraqi people. African Americans, gay people, and immigrants, and by that pretty much means the entire world, while speaking on a radio show between 2006 and 2011. So it's in the past. And if you bring this up to Donald Trump, he would say, "Well, it happened long ago, so it doesn't matter." And look, now we only say those things in private, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're written about in books. Right. Well, this one <laughs> was released. The self-described watchdog of, quote, conservative misinformation in the United States media. Oh, not media matters. 
<laughs> Media Matters. <laughs> Publish the audio from Carlson's appearances on a tape. Not even Right Wing Watch? Come no, on. Right yeah, Wing Media Watch. Matters, right? Uh, <laughs> on the Bubba the Love Sponge show, just 25 hours after releasing similar recordings um, in which he is heard using sexist language to express his views on child rape, rape shield laws, underage marriage, and other sensitive topics. Yeah, I might have forgotten. What is with the underage stuff? I might have forgotten about those other few things. But yeah, he was pretty much from... Well, I remember one of the things that he said... Um, is he Catholic? No. Well, he might be. Carl Carlson? Know. No, probably not. Uh, but there was a. they were talking about a rapist, and I forgot who it was. Or somebody who had been with a 16-year-old girl, which was illegal in the state and, and the, this country. It's illegal in most states, and it qualifies you for a senator in Alabama. Or in 16, <laughs> that's marriage age, what he's talking about. <laughs> but he pretty much said that... Uh, I'm sorry, almost qualifies he you. He pretty much you said losing by what, a little bit. what he did was not child rape. And I remember even hearing him mention that the the girl kind of deserved it and asked for it. So oh. they, yeah, but that's what? but that's really you know whatever. I mean that's pretty bad. <laughs> Boy, he really loosened his bow tie for that one. And, and that was the bow tie days too. So Those you know the he had one. Days, yeah. Uh, yeah. The new audio highlights uh, about a dozen instances of Carl Carlson using racist language on the quote shock jock show, which he apparently called into about f uh, an hour per week. In 2008, Carlson lamented that everyone, uh, everyone's embarrassed to be a white man before stating that white men deserve credit for quote, creating civilization and stuff. But what about all of the ones before that? <laughs> you mean like Europe. the first civilization called Mesopotamia? Yeah. We don't care and then about like them. almost all the other ones after. Well, that. hold on. We'll get to the people who created the first civilization. How about that? In another instance, Carlson is heard saying that Iraq is a crappy place with a bunch of, you know, semi-illiterate primitive monkeys. Oh, adding no. that's why it wasn't worth invading. <laughs> Wow. And he has zero sympathy for Iraqi people and their culture because they, quote, don't use toilet paper or forks. Because, you know, that's how you judge an entire culture by the fact Wait that a second, but forks do, are not. Don't they also not use forks in many Asian countries? I believe they use these things called chopsticks in certain parts of the Asian uh, peninsula. Yeah. Or peninsula? Continent? And aren't, there, continent? aren't there tons of countries that use, like, bidet? Oh, and yeah. other like there's other there's other ways other than of, toilet of paper. wiping your ass and, and cleaning yeah. yeah yeah but days are very becoming more and more popular around the world Asia Europe I think parts of Africa United States is still getting on to that but eventually they probably will because it's well maybe not because I don't know how powerful toilet paper companies are but they probably make some money <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> um. He also said, they're just so awful. Just awful. And then the co-host replies, they're animals, dude. They really are. Wow. Uh, and then, let's see. Um, it would appears to be commentary on when the United States should remove troops from Iraq. Carlson said, uh, the second we, I mean they, can just shut the fuck up and obey is my view. The second wow. we leave, they're going to be calling us to, re uh, to return because they can't govern themselves, he adds. Um, he also said that they would elect a king who would kill as many of them as they can, which, you which know, didn't happen. Nope. And then he goes on to talk about Obama because 
Oh, was Obama president by then? He was, yeah. Uh, how is he black, for one thing? He has one white parent, one what? black parent, he said in 2006. So this is, I guess, during the primaries. Two years later, he added, I don't know how black he is, but I'm sure he's a good basketball player. Wow. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Actually, not really. It's actually pretty believable. Um, should I go on? No, I, don't, I think we get the point. Nope. Tell anymore. <laughs> In a separate posting, Media Matters published a conversation between Bubba the Love Sponge and Carlson from 2006, in which both use homophobic slurs. The host uh, tells Carlson, I like you. I mean, I'm not trying to... F- Go ahead. You wanted to say it. <laughs> Am, are we allowed to say this? I think we are, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he says, I'm not trying to fag out on you or anything, but I like you. I like you. And then Carlson replies, well, I like you too. And I mean that. You always say, I mean that in a non-fag way, but I actually mean it in a completely faggot way. And again, I don't condone this kind of talk, but this is what he said. And it's important to know that this man is on like the prime time show of Fox News. Mm-hmm. And somehow, yeah, somehow they found somebody who said probably worse things than Bill O'Reilly. <sighs> but I don't know if he's done worse things That's, than Bill yeah, O'Reilly. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't know either. Okay, yeah, we don't know. But would you be surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But I have to say, good job, Media Matters. Now we knew, now we know that Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. is a bigot. Yeah. How could we have ever known that before? I would have never guessed it. I mean, except for like the hundreds of hours he spent on television, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying pretty much all those things just without the words that make them, I guess, less palatable for some people. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, those. It- so I think the real story is that if you use coded language, mm-hmm. then people are okay with you having all those thoughts. Mm. But if you just say them without the coded language, then it's a problem. I, it's also funny because he, he's had to, he's had time to reply and he did this on his own show, which by the way is losing advertisers by the second apparently. Um, and he says rather than express the usual ritual con- contrition about uh, how about this, I'm on television every weeknight live for an hour. Carlson wrote in a statement. Uh, so this <laughs> somebody wasn't should have show. tweeted back. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what I think, you can watch. Anyone who disagrees with you is welcome to come on and explain why. Ex- your views. Your, oh, I'll go on. Your views? Can I go? Can I go on the show? And then the rest of the people on Fox are calling it a hit piece. It's not a hit piece. All they're doing, all the media matters did is what... It, Literally just, just had, like let him speak. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How's it a hit piece? Well, that happens too. I mean, I hear that a lot with centrists too, and people point out certain voting records and policy decisions of certain people running for office mm-hmm. then the centrists will say that's just a hit piece it's like it's literally just their record right yeah it's not I, a smear exactly. it's just the way they voted it, for stuff it's the exact same thing with the uh, pussy grabbing tape with Trump yeah. I remember the conservatives uh, on Trump's side at that time were like oh, that's a hit piece. oh we're just no, going no. they're just going after him he said it all people did was bring it to light no. that's not a hit <laughs> piece that's no. <laughs> literally just facts <laughs> I think they misunderstand what that means. But like, <laughs> it's like that gif. It's like that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know how people can uh, defend 
people like Tucker Carlson on this specific issue when it's right uh, there. Because they agree with him? Well, unless, yeah, exactly. I, I guess. That's how they defend I guess. him. Because people who agree with him defend him and people who don't say it's horrible. So that's how they defend him. It's funny. Like, I always wonder if anything I've ever said on this show will come back to haunt me the same way that like they have stuff to come back and haunt them, right? Like, because we've been on other podcasts and we've said stuff, and I, I, I've had a lot of alcohol in the previous interviews and shows. So, like, I don't remember uh, any of the interviews. I don't think so. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think so either. But I don't think they thought so either. But then I think about this. Well, I they didn't have a good editor. Just saying. Well, no, but if we're on a different <laughs> show, I mean. Yeah, but our appearances on other shows haven't been as colorful as some of our conversations well, here. Right. But the thing and is luckily you have a good editor who's left out some but of the, the stuff thing, that'll probably get you in trouble. The thing is <laughs> I listen, the stu- some of the stuff that I said uh that you have to you've had to cut out, it's not racist or homophobic or anything like that. It's no, just my, it's just my, inartfully worded. Yeah, my brain's not communicating what I'm trying to actually say. And it <laughs> yes. comes off as like, oh wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> but that's just because I'm stupid. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it, has nothing to do with racism or anything. But then I also no. thought about it, I'm like, no, it's not out there. You know why? Because I don't go around saying stuff like this. No. And most of my political well, opinions are, like, are accurate. Well, and anything he said, that's like, none of what he said shocked me. Mm-mm. Because he said versions of all that stuff just in a more polite way. Way Exactly. A way more so polite this way. Is, that's why it's funny that there's such a firestorm. He's like, this is stuff he's, he says this all the time, this stuff. And that's why he's not that. That's why I think he's surprised that people are upset. It's like, yeah. I say this shit I, all the time. I've seen the same thing forever. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. But <laughs> I guess it's just because it's so uncensored. That like when you actually hear it without the makeup on it, y- yeah. you can actually see it for what it is rather than because if you're a good wordsmith like some of these guys and gals are, mm-hmm. you can you can hide that kind of shit forever. Which is why Trump is not Trump is not a good wordsmith. Which is why he gets picked on so badly. But you got you got guys like Paul Ryan who's a fucking genius with with wording stuff, where he can Mm. say pretty much anything he wanted in his entire time of being the Speaker of the House, and no one really thought anything of it, because he could word things well. Well enough. Obama was the same way, and I'm not saying Obama said bad things, uh, but I'm saying like he was so good with words that he could have said something so bad, but it would have said it would have sounded so nice. It's like a British accent. You know how everything sounds great with a British accent? It's like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree. So anyway, uh, we'll find out what happens with him and his show. But like I said, he's losing advertisers, and as you brought to me you brought the this point up to me before uh they don't care how many people are watching if the advertisers pull out you're out ask bill o'reilly yeah. how that how, how it worked for him that's true so uh so soon we'll get to introduce the show we like yeah this is dumb all over who has the exact same amount of advertisers as <laughs> <laughs> and bill o'reilly actually even bill yes. o'reilly probably has advertisers by now on his no he has a his show. podcast is behind a paywall so uh, yeah that's right like he has i don't know if he has any advertisers uh, other than his book you know killing sanity or whatever it's called yeah i don't know speaking of that i think probably who's next to take his place probably hannity <laughs> Yeah. Right? That's the only logical move is to put Hannity. Another stable genius. Yeah, who I'm sure once they start finding shit out about him, he's gone. He might be already gone with Michael Cohen. Yeah. He was my lawyer. Yeah. (laughs) 
Anyway, let's move on. We have a couple more stories here. Um, okay. This one uh, we won't cover for too long because it's it's really old news, I believe, for us. It's probably about a month old at this point. But uh, Rand Paul opposed Trump's emergency declaration for the border wall, and mm-hmm. that pretty much destroyed everything that uh, Trump wanted to do. So there's not going to be that state of emergency or the, the, the nationwide emergency that Trump wanted because Republicans were not all on board. Well, not exactly, because he's still going to – well, it was a resolution to defeat the, the um, national emergency declaration. Mm-hmm. But Trump can still veto it, which he's going to do. But then after that, it's going to go to well, the courts. Right, and, and it most likely is going to the courts. But, I mean, they, this yeah. puts it, this put a huge damper on that. because if, if Well, what it really did was it separated him from the party. It, at least certain members, for sure. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and that's and I think they're doing that. Uh, those members of Congress, I think, are doing that consciously. Mm-hmm. And you know, because how- they not only is there an election coming up, but they know there's a chance that they're not going to win. And then if you set that oh, precedent, yeah. especially with a guy like Bernie San- Sanders, imagine no. Bernie Sanders comes in into office 2020, and he's like, "Well, I remember all the the hoopla about the border wall." Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, "How about healthcare, education? These are actual national emergencies that are killing people no. and ruining people's lives. Those are actual emergencies." So yeah, no, there's that. But remember, Rand Paul has been a thorn in the side of Trump, kind of accidentally. Uh, oh my God! I so much remember. <laughs> <laughs> but every time we've talked about how Rand Paul has ruined something that Trump is trying to do, it's normally because it's either not crazy enough or I, well, that that's about it. This I know that guy is fucking out of his mind. Out of his mind. Like I've tried so hard. Like I was like Randy. Look, old Paul man. I just want to pass the bill so my name's on it. That's all I want. Who cares what's in it? Look, this is politics. This doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's it's funny because I'm rich. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, his exact quote was, and this is Rand Paul's quote, Today, I think he's wrong, not on policy, uh, but in seeking to expand the powers of the presidency beyond their constitutional limits. So this is something very libertarian. Well, obviously that was Rand Paul. Could you imagine Trump saying no, that? No, no. I don't think he could get through that sentence. But th- this- I'm seeking the presidential expansion powers. <laughs> this is very libertarian of, of Rand Paul. It's it's The no. government already has too much power. By granting this, you're giving him more than he already has, which mm-hmm. is not necessarily incorrect. But again, look, Rand, it's okay. I alone am going to do this. I'm going to exercise my presidential Power Rangers, mm. and I'm going <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers. Okay, okay. the presidential Power I'm in- Rangers. <laughs> I'm interested. I am interested. Imagine like I, like uh, George Washington, just like like you just form like. You morph into a, an old president, and you just come out as George Washington, mm. kick some ass. I'd be afraid though that they'd all like or lose battles like George Washington did. Well, they frequently. would just all form into like one giant slave driver. <laughs> that would End be a case yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, just saying while we're on, somehow you got me onto this. I just finished a, a show called Turn, which I talked to you about. Uh, oh, yeah. It's about Washington spies during the Re- Revolutionary War. Great show. It's an AMC show with a, at least one or two shout-outs to Breaking Bad in there very quietly. But mm. I want to say this. It really highlighted how bad of a general George Washington was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, like, if you're a history nerd like I am, just just do some research on some of the battles, especially in the earlier part of the war and how his 
ideas and his decisions almost saved our country and kept us British. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of luck. There. A lot, a lot. But the yeah. spy program was really cool too. But anyway, um, he also, Rand Paul also added, I cannot support the use of emergency powers to get more funding for a wall along the border of Mexico, he wrote. So he's doing this because he doesn't want to give him power. The other senators, the other Republican senators that, uh, that said no to Trump were Susan Collins and Lisa uh-huh. Murkowski. <laughs> what? Oh, and Thom Tillis. And I'm saying Thom because what asshole spells Tom with T-H-O-M? It's Thom Tillis okay. of North Carolina. Thom. What about Tom Hartman? Eh, he's another loser. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is. I guess we're never going to be a guest on that show. Tom Hartman? Yeah, I don't know who that is. The one. He's like the only the one? member of the media that gave Bernie any attention for like 20 years. Oh, really? Every Friday, they'd have lunch with Bernie. Oh, that's that guy. And, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know any name. I thought he just had the show. No, his name was Tom Hartman. It was called the Tom Hartman Program. Oh. And All right, he Tom. spells his name like, T-H-O-M. Listen, we're not getting on that show anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next story. Michael Cohen. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was amazing. This was some of the best television I've gotten to watch in a long time. My, Michael Cohen... <laughs> <laughs> was recently um, <laughs> interrogated, I guess is the, the appropriate word. Um, but he had a hearing with the uh, House Oversight Committee. Yeah, I don't know if I'd use the word interrogated. He was... It, well, he was interrogated by the Republicans. That's true. It was really weird because you had, obviously you have the two sides, the Democrats and the Republicans. Democrats, mm-hmm. for the most part, for once, were on the side of Cohen... Mm-hmm. We got amazing questions that were were researched and asked by AOC, and then you had she yeah, she did an amazing an job. Amazing we're not job. At that segment yet, Tom. No, but this is part of this though. Uh, and yeah. then on the exact opposite side, you had Republicans actually bringing in signs with Michael Cohen that said oh, "liar, liar, pants on that. fire." This was on our congressional floor. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. And even Cohen, because Cohen gave zero shits. He gave zero yeah, shits. He was, done. he was just laughing yeah. at them and he's like, This is yeah. silly. Because he's already going to prison. What the hell does he care? I know. Um, but what's what the important part to the important parts to take out of this are what he said about Donald Trump. Um, yeah. he said that uh Trump uh ordered hush money payments during his campaign several times uh, to financial shenanigans at the Trump organization to orchestrating lies that while he was in the Oval Office, uh, he uh, he's also he was also called a racist and a con man from Cohen. Uh, mm. He even had this moment where he compared Trump to the mob. Yeah. yeah. Where he says to the, he says to the, the congressional committee that uh, he doesn't have. He doesn't go out and personally do things with aggression. He has people do yeah. it for him. No, I believe that's true. Yeah. Oh, I completely believe it's true. Yeah. From you know, my my father's worked in the city his entire life. He's never had to run with Trump, but a lot of the people that work f- uh, in the buildings that he works at 
have had direct con- contact and a lot of these people really yeah oh yeah because like my dad oh, manages a building but anytime there's a project that has to be done to the building on the outside or the inside it has to go through the city and they have mm. to have these like lone shark looking people walk in i've met several of them when i was going over there and almost the, that sounds frightening yeah they all look like they could be in the mob but they're they work for the city because they, it's like a mob mentality in the city so i have no trouble believing that yeah, the New York real estate scene is like a whole. Oh yeah, it's messed up. I feel like it would make a fascinating TV oh, show. Oh, it would have won. Yeah, I agree. I'd watch yeah. it, Austin. I would too. Yeah. Uh, he also said that Donald, he said that Donald Trump on several occasions has pretty much uh, called his uh, son Donald Jr. an idiot, uh, well, and he I wouldn't mean, trust him. Hasn't? And he wouldn't trust him with any decisions. And then he trusted him with decisions. So trust me, yeah. the stable genius. <laughs> Uh, there was there was conversations about the uh, promising dirt on Hillary Clinton. He just unloaded all this shit, and Republicans whined and yelled. Uh, this is ridiculous. It's a hit piece. Yeah, yeah, right. Republicans, this isn't even a piece. It's happening right in front of yeah. you. It's not. A, it's not an article. There were solid arguments. A couple of Republicans made. Like one of them was like, "You lied the first time you were in Congress. Why would we trust you the second time?" Listen, I understand where they're coming from, but it's a different situation now. Well, the thing is that he has nothing to lose now. Nothing at and all. he had everything to no. lose before. And besides, he lied before when he was working for whom? Uh, oh, yeah. That would be Donald Trump. The president. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Who was probably, he was probably directly ordered to lie. It just you know, it blows my mind when it's like, you know, how many people around the president have gone to prison? A lot and, and some and high level, and they're people. still like, "Oh, well, yeah, I'm dead. He did anything wrong? Look at right. It's just he happened to surround himself with a lot of people who are going to prison. Yeah, yeah, very coincidental. Yeah, which you know what? Maybe it's true. Maybe because he he's just maybe he has a bad judgment in friends. Yeah, well, I mean, he definitely does. <laughs> but when you hire those undeniable. people to work for you, it's a little different. It's a little different. I have drug. I, I used to. Well, I, when I was a kid, I had friends that, that dealt drugs. I I would never hire them to work for me. <laughs> just no. just saying. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So it was it was <clears throat> crazy. It was full of fireworks. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Did, did you? By the way, yeah. I don't even remember. In the last time we recorded, did we get to talk about Roger Stone? Uh, I feel <laughs> like maybe we did. Yeah. Well, he's going to prison too. So. Just wanted to say that that was fun, huh? And he somehow has a Nixon tattoo on his back, which I don't understand. That's a weird. It's a weird tattoo. Yeah. But anyway, let's keep moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, there, there's the, the that's pretty much the Michael Cohen thing. Uh, I don't think we learned too, too, too much new stuff that we didn't already know. Yeah, mm. I think he kind of just solidified some of the things, and he really let loose on the fact that Trump's a racist, and you know. It, I'm just saying I would believe him personally because he would be there with Trump a lot of this time and he would have to hear Trump say a lot of these things. And again, he could just be saying this, but it doesn't do him any good by doing any of this. He's not going to get less time in jail. And then we also got to see a Republican senator try to use the I have a black friend defense. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep, and then uh, one of the Republicans who wanted to bring something up, like he gave away the rest of his time to the chairman. Um, what, what's his name? Uh, Elijah Cumming. Yeah. Um, 
And then he quickly said, like the Republican said, oh, wait, wait I wanted to th- hand this in as uh, something. And Elijah was like, uh, no, you gave me the rest of your time. I'm not allowing it. And he's like, but what? But I got it here. He's like, nope, gave it to me. So it was such yeah. a fucking charade, but it was really, yeah, it was really fun uh, and sad at the same time. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, breaking news. Not part of our original show notes here, but UK lawmakers vote down Theresa May's Brexit deal for the second <laughs> time. <laughs> and apparently, as you brought up to me, that the 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 EU will not be going to try to make a third one with her. No, they, they said no more England. You've had two chances, and in European baseball, it's two strikes and you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know if that's true, but you might be no, right because I don't know much about baseball. <laughs> In cricket, it's I don't know anything about Stop. cricket because it lasts don't, like a week. Yeah, a week, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, that's very European. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really. Isn't like isn't cricket more popular in the like India and Pakistan and those Southern Asian countries? Or am I now? But I think at one time it was very popular. Yeah. In Europe. Not here, thankfully. I mean, I get bored after watching a football game. <laughs> I can't imagine a cricket match, game, pitch. Well, we have, I mean, we have baseball. where Baseball can be long. Literally, yeah. most of the team does nothing for most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched a YouTube video about that where they, they <laughs> highlighted this one player's career. Um, and they said that, like, out of the 1,000 baseball games or whatever he, he played, he technically didn't do anything for 900-something of the games. <laughs> Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. And there's that old Daniel Tosh joke. He's like, God forbid you witness a no-hitter. Mm. It's just two guys playing catch for mm. nine innings. <laughs> I remember watching one game. It was with the Yankees. I forgot who they were playing. It was, no, it was not a, a, a no-hitter, but both teams went 0-0 into the ninth, 10th, 11th, and then 12th inning until one of them got a home run. So no runs were scored for about five hours. Mm. And people call hockey boring. No. No, baseball is definitely Ugh, the king of boring so sports. Yeah. Well, golf, well, maybe cricket is. Golf <laughs> is really close. Like a, a, I disagree because in golf, something is always happening. Yeah, but on a regular John Deere Classic tournament, that is the most boring thing in the fucking world. A major fun sometimes. Not even all the time. No, I'm just, but I'm just saying like like there's something they're always playing. Yeah, but, oh. In baseball, half the time they're literally just standing oh, there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball wins. I'm not saying baseball loses, but golf is close. <laughs> golf, yeah. I don't know. It's oh, close. Yeah. And to watch these, like, and coverage will start at like one and it ends at eight. It's like, oh, I've had to say they've me. tried to make they've tried to make coverage more interesting by adding all these weird graphics. That doesn't make anything better. <laughs> it makes me get seizures. <laughs> I know it's so it's bizarre. Yeah, I don't. Which like is it the either. only fun part about watching golf is you get seizures because it makes it feel like a video game. I get. I'd rather just play the fucking video game then. <laughs> I know, I would too. That's why that's what I always think. It's like when I'm watching this, I'm watching yeah. them. If I want to play the video game, I have my But Xbox even the on. video <laughs> games get so boring cuz like it's really easy to master. <laughs> it's really easy. Well, they're fun if we play against other people. Yeah, I guess so. Especially if you get drunk and start shit talking each other. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Cuz we've never done that before. No, but anyway, never. let's go. <laughs> Next story is one that you brought up to me about Uber. Oh, okay. Uh all right. This comes from the Hill. Uber to pay 20 million to settle fight over driver benefits. Pay. Yeah. That's <laughs> Uh well Uber uh, I don't know about the rest of the country but in New York Uber's been Uber and Lyft have both been fighting with the city because um 
here we have a strong taxi union and laws that protect taxi drivers so that that profession mm-hmm. can afford you a living wage. Okay. And like it used to be in the city where um, those medallions okay. were, I mean, almost priceless. Like they were worth so much money. Oh, yeah. I remember. And this actually kind of has like, because Michael Cohen actually uh, has a lot to do with the, he owned a bunch of medallions or something like that. Oh, really? I'm not, yeah. But that was like basically his business was in the New York taxi business. It's like, yeah, that's where he was. But with Uber and Lyft, those, the value plummeted. Okay. Because you wouldn't need it anymore. And so that's uh, now they're in a fight with the city because the city just um, passed some strong regulations on Uber. I gotcha. Okay. And so they're in a battle, and that that's the backdrop of then this happening. Okay. And then. So why don't you tell us a little about what the article says? Sure. Um, the ride sharing company Uber will pay out a $20 million settlement to end lawsuits filed by the state of California contesting the company's classification of its drivers as independent contractors and not full employees. Bloomberg News reported Tuesday the California attorneys are also seeking $5 million in legal fees from the company. The settlement comes uh, following a ruling from a U.S. Court of Appeals that found Uber's arbitration agreements, which forced drivers uh, who have to pay disputes with Uber to settle in neutral arbitration rather than in court. Uh, to be mostly enforceable. Uh, spokesman on uh, for the company told Bloomberg that Uber would continue uh, continue working hard to improve the quality, security, and dignity of independent work. Um, Shannon Liss Reardon, an attorney representing more than 13,000 drivers for Uber, told Bloomberg that opt-out procedures detained in Uber's arbitration agreements were extremely uh, inconvenient for Uber drivers. She said, Uber has an arbitration clause, which uh, it is very rigorously enforced. Uh, it's a myth that these opt-out provisions and arbitration clauses really make these arguments voluntary. Uh, and that's pretty much the extent of it. Tuesday's settlement comes months after the company settled for $148 million over claims that has improperly handled 2016 data breach, which I remember hearing about recently as well. So, I mean, that's good news, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Uber, I think all those ride-sharing companies are going to have a reckoning one day. Probably. Because they treat their drivers really poorly. Yeah, which is, you know... Uh, it's it's unfortunate, but I, I, I've, a lot of my friends have picked up jobs as Uber drivers. Yeah, because this is the gig economy. Because you know our economy can't guarantee you a good yeah. job. And uh, that's what kills me when they keep saying, "Oh, the unemployment rate's historically low." Yeah, so the fuck what? It doesn't you know these jobs don't pay anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are yeah exactly exactly, and, and some sometimes you know the, the friends who have been uh, Uber drivers they don't make any kind of money. <laughs> no, they don't. They make dick. Yeah, you know, and and a lot of the times, one's the busiest, one's the busiest at nights, and usually, and, yeah. and primarily on weekends. And what happens? What kind of people are you think you're going to be picking up on weekends at night? No, oh, drunk, drunk people. people. And as soon yeah. as you do that, it's extremely dangerous. I I, yeah. I rarely find Uber drivers who who choose that as their time of driving, uh, who have no bad stories to tell. Oh yeah, and I mean. It seems like here in the city, it's a little, I don't know, I shouldn't say it's safer, but it's different mm-hmm. because they, um, like they're picking up people all the time because in the city, you know, sure, that's just kind of how it works because sure. nobody has cars. Yeah. <laughs> so when you want to get somewhere fast, you call an Uber. 
And I've done it. Oh yeah, I've been. In, I've only been in Uber like twice, but both the times were in Boston where I didn't have a car, and it just you know it, it was really convenient. I just meet. Yeah, they, I know. Meet, I mean, wherever. I'm totally guilty of it. Yeah. Like, if I have to hop around a bunch of places in one day, I will yeah. get Uber yeah, Lyft. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is because. Like, I wouldn't even mind paying more for a taxi. It's just that their system isn't as convenient. And this is part of the... So I can't just pull it up on my phone and have them be sure. like, you know... Yep. And this is part of the reason like right why now. we need unions in this country more than ever. Because you, oh, yeah. you get these major sections of, of, these, of this workforce, like... like drive sharing companies like this who employ mm-hmm. thousands and thousands all over the world or countries specifically but I'm sure the yeah. world I, yeah. I'm sure European countries and stuff like that I think Uber, they're right? pretty sure there's Uber um, there, yeah. you know they have no rights technically they can't do anything unless something like this happens yeah so this is a this is a good step but ultimately it would be really nice to see them form a union and have and actually fight some of these and, and just to get a safer work environment or or some compensation or something but this is a good start i appreciate you bringing yeah. this up because it's a mm-hmm. it's a good article to lead into what's going uh, on with aoc or whatever uh, the what's, fuck what's we're happening called. yeah what's <laughs> happening it's been a long time since i've said this i don't remember what it was called yeah what's happening with aoc um a lot but I chose this story specifically because it's actually kind of funny. So, okay. apparently, there's a thing called the energy gatherings where people who work in the energy sector gather and they talk about how great everything is and how many houses they buy. <laughs> but you know what they don't like? <laughs> Alexandria oh. Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> And uh, this comes from CNBC.com, so you know it's a business article, right? Well, it sounds like, I mean, energy could mean hmm. clean energy. Yeah, 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 hold on. But it doesn't it's, appear to mean that. Those who are at this gathering are not from that sector of the energy. No? No. <laughs> what about the people who make beautiful clean coal? Yes, Oh, were they there? Oil, the clean coal oil companies. I'm sure clean coal. It doesn't have a list of the people who are here, but we're just going to end it with this because it's really funny. So uh, the title of this article is Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal is not going over well at one of the year's biggest energy gatherings. Oh, oh wow. No. Oh, my God. Let's see what the... Um, oh, my God. They don't like it. Let's see what... Mike, just like the Civil Rights Bill didn't go down that well in the KKK right, gatherings. Yeah, no. Let's see what Mike <laughs> Summers... Has to say, and I'll tell you who he is in a second. He's a really important figure in this article. Quote, mm. I think one of the reasons why you're not hearing a lot about it, the Green New Deal, is because it's really unrealistic. By the way, Mike Summers is the president of American Petroleum Institute, the country's biggest trade group of petroleum. <laughs> so, uh-huh, interesting. Because it's funny, because in the progressive part of politics, We've been talking a lot about the Green New Deal, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, and uh, everyone else is too. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. When talking about green, the Green New Deal, I think for most of our members, this is Mike Summers again, they take it seriously from a public relations perspective. But you look at what it actually means, it's more than anything. It's a plan to have a, uh, to have a plan right now. It's a plan to have a plan right now. Interesting. Well, yes, and... I mean, that's technically true in so much as it's not a bill. Right. It's like, you know, it's an idea. It's mm-hmm. a resolution. It's like, there's what we're going to work towards. Yeah. And, and some people are, are freaking out about the, uh, you know, 
the contents of By the, the way, is is Mike Summers like the arch enemy of Johnny Winter? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, you don't know who that is. Yeah, no, mind. I do. It's from Batman. Oh, okay. No, no, he's a musician. From Batman? No. Um, so yeah, I just thought this was just funny to bring up because again, here's a perfect example of Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez who's doing all these amazing things in her first year as being a House of Representative member, right? First, the first few months. First few months. <laughs> and yeah, her year's gone a lot better than ours. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot better. And people are so afraid, people in the energy sector specifically are so afraid that they had to gather. And then when they gathered, they talked about how bad this Green New Deal is. Well, to be fair, I think they always gather, but now it's more of a gathering of fear. Well, uh, what I said was gathered than, and to and then talk about AOC. Like that's how yeah. That's how scared they are of the Green New Deal plus AOC is during this gathering, instead of talking about yachts, which I'm sure they talked about later, um, they... Petroleum-powered yachts. There you go. With a lot of petroleum jelly on them. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm glad they make because they've been fucking us for so long. (laughs) (laughs) The petroleum does help a little bit, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm reading. Oh, good job. Go ahead, segue out of that. I am reading through some of these <laughs> these quotes, and uh, none of them are really worth mentioning. They're all just okay. bullshit. Uh, even some of these people worked under Obama's uh, energy secretary. It doesn't matter. I think this one particular quote um, where it, it, it pretty much just says all that we're trying to do, all that deal is trying to do is innovate. And create new ways for us to deal with the problems. That's mm-hmm. that's from someone who wasn't at the committee at this gathering, though. So it's just a little funny. But anyway, that's yeah. it. AOC's still causing problems among the conservative and the right. Mm. Yeah. Congratulations, and the people who stand to benefit off the death of the planet. Yeah, which would be no one. Well, I mean, if you can make a quick buck, <laughs> that's the way they think. <laughs> I know. It's sad. Um, all right. Well, that's the news. Uh, let's uh, take a break. And when we do come back, we'll have our final thoughts. Mm, sounds good. And so ends. <laughs> Our big dumb show. Wow. Wait. Less than an hour in and Tom is saying this is it. Well, this is it. Not only that, we're not done yet. Well, yeah, we got like a probably another 10 minutes of talking about this. But before I go on to the script and ask Austin what his final thoughts are, just wanted to uh, welcome you to the beginning of the new end. Because <laughs> the green new end, if you will, <laughs> the the dumb new end. How about that? The dumb <laughs> new end. Yeah. Uh, remember, if if you're a longtime listener, you might understand this. If you're not, you wouldn't have an idea. But we originally started this show off with an hour long episode, and we anticipated that every episode after that would be an hour long. Yeah, but then we found out we like to talk a lot. <laughs> a lot. 
as several <laughs> two plus hour podcasts have been unveiled in the past. Or the 50th uh, episode spectacular, which was like three and three and a half. And a half yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny that our 100th was still not even that long. <laughs> no. Well, that's because we learned. Yes. We're like, you're not doing that yeah. again. But um, we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, but first, Austin, what are your final thoughts? Oh, my final thoughts are <sighs> AOC is still doing an amazing job, and I continually am impressed by how well she handles herself mm-hmm. in an atmosphere where everybody's going after her. And it's not just the conservatives, no. although they they do it in the most unhinged way. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> they don't know how to handle somebody like yeah, her. The centrists are going after her just as hard. Yeah, but in their stupid, in their In their centrist way, way yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they, even in their aggression, they never commit to anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're treating AOC like they treated Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I am very impressed by that. Me too. Of course, we didn't get a chance to talk about the um, new, I guess, accusations of anti-Semitism in the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. I had to cut something out, and that was the one that my mouse randomly yeah. clicked, I guess. And... um I see, like, we saw this because we talked to Stephen. We saw this happening in England. Mm-hmm. Um, they were accusing Jeremy Corbyn and those on the left of the Labor Party, or rather within the Labor Party, mm-hmm. of being anti-Semites right. for being critical of Israel. And it was only a matter of time until it happened before to, it happened yeah, here. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem here is why it didn't happen, because it probably would have happened before mm-hmm. it happened in England, because we are much bigger allies to Israel. Way bigger, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the only reason it didn't is because the most critical, one of the most critical and most public um, political figures to criticize Israel is Bernie Sanders. Who? Happens to be Jewish. <laughs> so it's very tough very, <laughs> to call him an anti semite But for some reason, I feel like it's not impossible. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, well, what's his name? That Mr. Weeks on uh, Twitter has been calling him a fake Jew. Oh, a fake Jew. Yeah. And it's funny because the centrist people seem to really like that guy. And then they also turn around and say that people need to stop being so divisive. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. in the same, but probably the prior tweet is something against uh, somebody on the exact same side. Yeah, I've also been seeing a lot of stuff on Bernie about the you should just run as an independent. He's not a real Democrat. Actually, um, yeah, platform, they don't want that. Platform wise, he's probably the more closest thing to what a Democrat should be anyway. So yeah. Anyway, and they don't want they don't want that. No, because if that happened, I mean, that would guarantee Trump would win. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, go, they should go stop on. saying stupid things. But, um, but anyway, it was only a matter of time before that happened, sure. and it did. And now, although it seems the storm seems to have subsided, and you know. The, the right keeps trying to bring it up to divide the party, but I don't know. But anyway, aside from that, um, Ihan Omar has been getting a lot of threats. Yeah. She was compared to a terrorist Yep, by a GOP poster. Um, and if you want, cover the, the article very briefly, like the, uh, the synopsis oh. of, of what we were going to talk about, if you want. Well, basically, um, ICE, you know, the agency that AOC has been saying should be defunded and, you know, gotten rid of, which everybody, including centrists, um, has been calling radical. Well, they are now investigating their own agents for passing off conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. on social media Mm -hmm. about Ian Omar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and anti-Semitism and other. I'm not sure. And terrorism, I think, is specifically what they're talking probably, about. Probably, probably. So, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, ICE is not a good program. No, and people act like it's been around forever. It's been around since like what 2005, something like that. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not a very old organization. No, no, ridiculous. Yeah. So, but anyways, but yeah, the whole I I knew eventually that was going to make its way to our political world, and it did. And, um, it did, and um, I guess it's it's important to note that uh, Kamala Harris uh, broke that centrist tie, I guess, and actually came to the defense of uh, Omar, uh, yeah. along with Bernie. And of course, Bernie, Bernie yeah. Sanders. Yeah. Um, yeah. And while doing that, it's it's reignited a conversation about the, the splitting of the party, and it's becoming more and more obvious that there is a, a clear split in the Democratic Party. Now, granted— I, And it's also clear where the party is going to be in 10 years. Yeah, and I give I give Harris—I uh, hope in my, from, the, from like my, the bottom of my heart that it's not purely for political gain, but uh, while I think it's partially that, it's big risk— and she did yeah. side with Bernie on that, which was kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not shocking, but um, unexpected, no. maybe. So I, I think. No, I think I think Kamala Harris is somebody who's capable of being pushed to the left. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Which is why I don't necessarily hate her like a lot of burners do. But that's that's yeah. a different story. But yeah, creating. Well, fake I don't hate accounts. her at all. I just want to push her to the right policy. Yeah. yeah, like kind of what Booker's doing, kind of. Yeah, but and I think actually the most. I think the person who would best be able to do that is actually AOC. Possibly, yeah. Like oh, if yeah. she became kind of the spokesman and she, like, I would actually be a lot more comfortable with Harris if she said, you know, I'm going to work with the progressives in the House. Oh, yeah. She hasn't, and see if she we hasn't can yet. find common ground on things. She hasn't yet, but we'll see. No. We'll see. Anything else you got? Uh, nope. That was my, yeah, okay. this week. It's been, it's been as much as I can pay attention to. Anyway. <sighs> All right. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. Because uh, there, are, do that there are, okay. well, yeah, I mean, there are some people, I don't have any final thoughts. My final thoughts are <laughs> always the exact copy of yours anyway, because I, okay. I don't pay attention to what we talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair So enough. we have been away for uh, another month, <laughs> which means- Yeah, basically a month, yeah, even though there was an episode released in between there. There was, yeah. Um, but it was already two weeks old when right. I yeah. So it's been a while since we've actually sat down and recorded. And uh, to be honest, now that we're back recording, I'm very happy that we are because I, I, yeah. I really much missed this. But uh, it's been it's been a hectic year so far. It has not been a very good year for either Austin or myself. Um, we're trying whatever we can. Uh, I won't speak too much for you, Austin, but I know that you are mm. very, very busy with work. Yes. Well, actually, that's the thing. It's like my you know, my professional career has actually been doing really Fantastically, well. Fantastically, yeah. It's overwhelmingly just like, so almost. Yeah, over overwhelming is definitely the word that I would use. Yeah, and it's been keeping me really busy. Right. And uh, I'm not complaining because I know how many people are struggling. Sure. So I'm not gonna. It's just it's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. Which so I'm doing my best, and it's it's cutting into my personal life a little bit. Which is part of the reason anyway. why we are going to go back to the original idea of the show and only have an hour of the show. Now, if you notice, you still got your fill of politics, so that part, the news part of the show, is not going to go away. Uh, in a way, that's what the show is just going to be. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say we have a, a news week 
where it's a slow news week, we might bring back one of the other segments. But for the most part, those are going to be reserved for that final week. Because if you remember, we did talk about doing three episodes and then uh, having like a fourth be something Stevens interview or, or something different. Something. Yeah. So there's still going to be a Twitter time. It's not going to be every week though. It's going to be probably like once a month. That way we yeah. have a, uh, we can make an entire episode of just answering questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. won't be every month. It might be next month and then whatever. We're going to keep doing the same things that we've done, but we're going to do them in a different um, formula, different method. Yeah. Uh, but the shows are going to be about an hour long. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even less if we can, for a few reasons. One, I still think it's an it's a it's a better listen if it's a shorter listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, it's definitely gonna help Austin. It'll definitely help you yeah. with uh, yeah, with, with editing me, yeah. and that way. And that way, we don't really get too burnt out, and we can continue doing this for a lot longer because we have to figure out a way to get through all of this. All the personal bullshit that we're both going through, uh, so that <laughs> yeah. we're here for President Sanders in 2020. Yeah. Like we can't give up now. We've just started, and we're not going to. I don't think at any point we discussed the possibility of ending the show together. No, together. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I have no interest in it, and f- we'll, we'll we'll see. But uh, the show's going to continue. Uh, no. And then for myself, you know, I've just been going through a lot of personal crap. That sometimes when you have a lot of personal shit going on, as most people can attest to, you don't want to do anything. Things just become very, (laughs) I don't know. I've always battled things, I've always battled problems with depression. And as soon as bad Mm. things start happening, which for some reason 2019 has been fucking stockpiling them on me. uh, Yeah, they've really, you've really gotten hit this. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been been interestingly rough. And even though we're recording episodes right right now, it hasn't gotten any better, which is the annoying part. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's not important. Uh, we're not here to complain, and you know, you could listen. You can call into the, the Savage Love Cast for that one if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to call him. Oh God, I'd be terrified of Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, for the problem that I was talking to you about, I might call him. Oh really? I think. I think actually, that would be a good idea. I, know. I might. Yeah. I might. I, oh, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, but yeah, so just to give you an update, we're, we're, we're still here. We're going to try, we have, we're going to try to get back on a routine as yeah. far as the re- the release date. Austin, and I talked about this a little bit before the show. We're going to try for Mondays, but mm-hmm. because of everything that's going on and what seems like a never ending pile of shit that's being dropped on us, we're not going to promise a Monday release every Monday. Might be Tuesday, might be Wednesday, might be Thursday. Uh, I think ultimately the goal at this point is just to get a week, an episode a week out. Agreed? Yeah, yeah. And if we can do that, that's a huge step as to what we've been doing, which is yeah. not that. Yeah. And you can, like, the release stuff you can blame on me. That's all my fault. Uh, it's not, though. It's, I just can't. It, it's a combination well, of everything, Austin. It's, n- it, yeah. it's not your fault. And um, luckily, you were in Pennsylvania for like two, three weeks almost. Two weeks, two yeah, weeks. it was So two we weeks, got plenty yeah. of time to talk and hang out and stuff like that. So we're on the same page, Austin and I. So it's, if anybody's out there thinking uh, it's a problem between the, the co-hosts, it has, oh, it's no. actually <laughs> the exact opposite. Um, no. we're, our, our friendship has stayed the same the entire time. We've just been really fucking swamped yeah. and shit. Might even be better now. I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably. Sometimes I think, yeah, when you get tested a little bit. Yeah. 
but um, yeah, I, I I miss doing this show, and we've had a lot a lot of yeah, news to cover. It was kind of shitty that we didn't get to cover all of the news topics that we wanted to because it's so much in a month. But yeah. hopefully, when we get back to um, uh, a, a, a weekly basis, it'll be much easier. Um, do you want to confirm the, the 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 schedule release for Steven's episode? Oh. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so this week you'll get this episode and you're also going to get an episode that we recorded last month uh, with Steven in the Not America Report, which yeah. is going to be a standalone episode. And we're going to start treating that like a standalone episode because um, what we realized with that is that we have always to cut parts of the world news out because we're trying to fit that with our news. So instead of overwhelming yeah. people with all this abundance of news, we're just going to have his show, his segment. That'll be his episode. That'll yeah. be his episode, and that's it. And, and then you'll get to hear, like, you know, half the time I end up having to cut out, like, two or three stories. Yeah, so you're going to get more. You're yeah. going to get more. And patrons usually get them, but right. now right. we'll try to give everybody... And patrons, don't worry, we didn't forget about you. Nope. We are going to try to release more stuff. Yeah, so... Coming up with, um, we recorded a chat with Kevin. Yes, the Not Politics About report. Not Politics, yeah. and now that's going to be a Patreon thing. Yes. So you guys are going to get Not Politics stuff. Right, which we're, looking, we're really looking forward to that because one of the things that we've neglected, even when we were kicking episodes out every week, was the are the patrons. And we always... Yeah. You know, push the Patreon shit, and then all of a sudden we don't do anything. We're gonna try to address that, um, and yeah. this is the first thing we're gonna do: a, a, an episode that is strictly gonna be Patreon only, uh, and this is something that we can easily do every week or every month be- yeah. because of uh, our relationship with Kevin. So we're, we're looking. And I think that. I think we're gonna do like a Patreon Q and A too as an idea. Yeah, then. yeah. Well, you know, like I said, maybe maybe what we can do, we can we're almost brainstorming while doing the show. Um, some of the segments that we have done in the past, we can get together when we finally have free time and yeah. just make those for Patreon only. Yeah. So that's a good idea. So we yeah. have a bunch of ideas and stuff like that. But yeah. just so you know, the average listener, we're gonna start getting episodes out every week. All right. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Just, we had to address that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then, I think eventually, um, I'd like to release a long-form conversation a little bit more about some of the stuff we've been going through, because I think... Yeah. I I think it can be helpful. I agree. I agree. And I wasn't sure, because, you know, personal details can be boring, but... Um, I think no, that uh, no, we're gonna do it. We've talked about it, and I and I like it. And yeah. ultimately, it's our show, and I don't really care. So we can. Well, and mostly, no, it's just about because I know, you know, if I had been listening to people who had been going through the same issues that I had, it'd be nice to hear that somebody else, you know, goes because you know we're all people in general, just kind of self-centered. So they think, oh, you know, I'm the only one who's ever had this issue. And I think it helps to hear other people. It's like, oh no, they've gone through that too, and yeah, um, had to deal with this and deal with family w- mostly. <laughs> w- we won't spoil what that conversation is going to be about. The people who know us more personally will probably have an idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about that. We'll have like a um, open conversation. Uh, we've had similar paths as well as extremely different paths, so yeah. we'll be able to <laughs> yeah. address. Uh, you know, different situations to a lot of different people. So it'll be kind of, it'll be kind of fun, uh, yeah, which yeah. is something I've always wanted to do anyways, to help out people as much as I f- physically can. So 
Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So the show is not, it's not over. I know some people were a little worried that we stopped putting episodes out. It's okay, Ron. We're back. <laughs> we're good to go, man. We're good to go. <laughs> Personally calling uh, Ron out. This one. But for the, for the good, uh, for good though, yeah, because good, um, seeing, seeing that people are still like wanting to listen to us is like an extra little driving force. Honestly. Actually, I've been surprised at it. Like, yeah. The um, even the direct messages we've gotten from people, yeah, yeah. and so it, it's, it, like, it's nice, yeah. Because I kind of just assume that you know, if we take a couple weeks off, nobody's gonna notice. Apparently, they do. I guess, yeah, apparently, I guess we <laughs> fucked up some <laughs> fucking driving schedules for the past month, so I apologize for that. I know when a yeah. podcast doesn't put an episode out for me, and I'm like, fuck, now when I'm gonna listen to him on my way to work, yeah, so I, yeah. I get it. So I'm sorry. I mean, if you really if you hate us that much, you can just you know you know what you can do. Send us a mess a private message uh, after becoming a Patreon member by going to patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod. <laughs> you can send us a five dollar bill with a letter attachment there, and uh, you can yell at us all you want. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Oh, and I have to say, I don't know if the ladies from Secular Soup are listening, but I finally got the soup bowl that was made for me that Tom has been keeping hostage so, for like a year. So, a couple problems. One, it uh-huh. broke in the mail. So, when I picked up- Just the, the handle, though. Just it's not a problem. Just the handle, yeah. It. So, when I, yeah. when I picked up the package, I heard something was loose. I'm like, fuck. So, I was originally going to save it to fix it and then give it to you, and then it got buried in my room- um, mm-hmm. And recently, I've had to move out of my old house, which is part of the fucking personal problems that I wasn't going to get right. into. But um, I found it. I did bring it to Austin. So <laughs> I've been using mine for like a year. <laughs> I know. I know. And now that I have it, I actually use it all the time. I like, made soup you, in it a couple of times. Well, I made soup and poured it into it. Uh, so I've had. I've been using it for ramen, actually, but it's been very good. Okay, Austin. But- Okay. That's what I have. I like ramen. Why don't you make some more coffee? All right, everybody. Thank you. I think I will make more coffee. (laughs) And of course you are. Thank you very much for uh, being patient with us. Uh, We we really appreciate it. Um, Hopefully we don't go through any more problems like we have to the extent where we have to take an extended period off again. I'd like to get back into this a lot. So Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah, if we run into another rough patch, let's hope it's, you know, we get at least a couple months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, the worst part about this before we cut it is, like, you, people might think, like, oh, wow, another month off? It hasn't been a vacation. <laughs> I will, no. I will, I will just tell you that it's been sucky, sucky poo-poo. So, yeah. It's not even like a good, like I want to take a vacation one day, maybe next year because we've already taken too much time off this year. But maybe next nah. year we take a vacation, but actually take a vacation. Nah. Yeah, because even when we took time off, it was around the holidays. And that was miserable. Yeah, it was stressful. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us for this week. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more. Uh, pre-recorded Tom. How you been, by the way, pre-recorded Tom? Uh, pre-recorded, apparently. Take it away. Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash Pod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up Pod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter, at Pod, Facebook, at Pod, And of course, there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at Pod. 
We are also uh, on Patreon. So check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash dumballoverpod. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. At the bank of Antandek, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers a thousand pounds of spuds. Potatoes. Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin was. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, yeah, we could call it Mashback. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers £1,000 cash back on selected first-time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cash back given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.